Hi, James. Ben, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks. Pretty good. Uh, so I forgot that uh, there's this so there's daylight savings time this past weekend, which is actually kind of a pain. Um, well, because there's no daylight savings time here. So, oh. yeah, so it's a total mess. Last, like last, every time there's a time change, I end up like missing meetings or calls or <laughs> anything like that because I get all messed up. Um, mm. So I was actually very surprised when you pinged me and said, are you ready to start the podcast? I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I, like I am not a morning person by any stretch of the imagination. So an hour's loss of daylight at the beginning of the day makes no difference to me. But an extra hour at the end of the day means I get to dive into the pool and it's still daylight. And I love that. Yeah, so. I, I mean, the, the, why not just make it year round, I suppose. Um, but it's a, I'm sure there's some reason, but I, I'd be up for that. Yeah, well, I mean, we, 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 I don't think we need to have a podcast about time. Um, <laughs> But it may be time to have a podcast again about the watch. Oh, man. And here I thought we were going to talk about Uber today. <laughs> uh, well, we definitely could talk about BuzzFeed, um, which I, That's wrote, true. I wrote about last week. Um, but, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You uh, were there. I was. Um, how was it? Uh, it was good. Um, I think uh, as far as being in the room for the presentation versus live streaming, um, I'm not sure that there was um, a ton of value to, to be gained. Um, so that that was fine, which I anticipated. I mean, um, the main reason I went was uh, was to you know for the hands on, which fortunately there there was there was a hands on. I was able to to, to use the watch. Um, actually, probably the most mind blowing thing about the hands on was using the new MacBook Air or the new MacBook, not MacBook Air. I should say. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, the trackpad was was literally unbelievable. As huh. in, as in, you your mind could not believe that it was not moving. Like the the haptic feedback is it's 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 on it's, it's it's unbelievable. Like so, the way the demo would work was every single time. You, <laughs> so I actually stand around and watch this. So I would walk up to the table. They would use it, and then they would bend over and look to like ensure that no, it's actually not moving. Um, it's it's insane. It, it's it, like. They're in, I think the they're all that trackpad is also on the new um, or on the MacBook Pro now, which uh-huh. is in the stores, and you got to go try it just just to try it. It's it's crazy. It's wild. How about the keyboard? I I heard a lot of feedback around the um, keyboard for the new MacBook. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, there's very little travel. Um, I, probably the the closest example I can think of it was the Surface keyboard. Actually, not the touch one, but the type one. Huh. Um, where there's just, there's really no travel. It's much, it's much firmer than that. Like that one is also a little wobbly. Whereas w- what they talk about it not being wobbly is, is totally the case. Um, but it's very, very shallow. It's going to take getting used to that said, um, I, I didn't have any accuracy problems, so I suspect you'd get used to it. But I mean, when the current MacBook keyboard came out, um, everyone, you know, was like, wow, this is so shallow. This is like even shallower than that. So it's definitely, hmm. Um, it will take some getting used to. I don't think it's a deal breaker per se, um, but it, I mean, it's definitely worth trying out before before you use it. But um, it's a it's an amazing, amazing, um, amazing it device. Look, it looks amazing. It really does. Yeah, and like, I, <laughs> actually, this is my chance to fight back. Uh, I was just listening live to the uh, Accidental Tech podcast, and uh, I, I accidentally got into a spat with John Syracuse during it, which is not a good idea because he's the one sitting at a microphone. I'm just sitting in a chat room. <laughs> it's very, it's very, it's very unfair. It's an a, 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 was it a, 
asymmetric. It's asymmetric warfare. Um, but um, it, it's interesting to see. I mean, I wrote about the map already in the, like the mobile first sort of thing. I mean, like, but the reality is, I think for the target market for this for this device is, um, you know, it's people where their primary device is the phone and they use the phone for all kinds of things, whether it be camera, um, they're, everything they're using is services. And this is just a, another appliance that happens to have an easier input method. Mm-hmm. And, and so you don't need ports. I mean, like um, I, ha- I hate the, my mom and my, or whatever sort of example. Um, but uh, it's, it's kind of stereotypical, probably in a bad way. Um, oh, hang on. Come on, my mom's going to be really disappointed to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah, especially as we're going to talk about the watch. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't like my wife, for example. She has she has a 15 inch MacBook Pro, which is like, and I haven't seen her. She hasn't plugged a thing into it in literally mm-hmm. years. Um, and you know, I the fact you can use it uh, if it's an emergency, you can plug something in. I think is is totally fine and whatever trade-offs they made to get that form factor. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's really, it's really a a stunning device. Um, and, uh, uh, it it was, and there's no, there's a reason why I kind of stole the show. This is actually an interesting segue kind of to the watch. I mean, you Mm -hmm. saw like a a lot of people writing about it and super excited about it and, and a little more like, it was interesting, a little more like almost mad about the watch stuff. And I think that's because, um, it's still, even though it, I'm saying it's an appliance, even though it's kind of like, you know, I'm saying that it, it's, I think it's best you view it as an adjunct to a phone. Mm. Um, it's still a computer in a very, you know, real sense. And that's an area that I think um, a lot of people, probably a lot of people who this podcast, uh, probably even UI are more comfortable operating in and thinking about, and it's easier to get excited about. And, um, and it's, it's a machine that's, I think, worth getting excited about. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I am excited about it. You know, I have a 15-inch MacBook Pro that sits under my desk that a lot of things are plugged into, but I have an 11-inch MacBook Air that's always in my bag and I never other than the power charger, I never plug anything into it. But I want to I want to roll back to you getting into an argument with a guy with a microphone. Ben, it sounds like you need to go to more stand-up comedy because one of the first rules you learn of stand-up comedy is you never cat call the guy with the microphone. Oh, I know. You're just going to he's just you're just going to get destroyed and everyone's going to fi- and everyone's going to find it absolutely hilarious. And you can't fight back. Like, I know. You can say things and nobody hears. I know. It was terrible. Well, it, it, it was I'm I'm I was a little unfair cuz actually I I mainly I posted on Twitter first. So mm. it was actually probably more unfair on my part because you know, I, I blasted out, you know, 22,000 people while he's busy talking on the phone, on the microphone and like, and I can't reply. Um, but, uh, it was, I, it, it was funny. I, I, I presume it was all in, in good, in, uh, good fun, but, um, it, it, I don't know. It was, it was kind of funny. Well, there's a little bit of asymmetry fighting back. He's too busy. Uh, he's too busy on the microphone. So you had, you had Twitter to go to <laughs> instead. Right. Exactly. So John, uh, you know, all good fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry if, uh, if, if you felt I was persecuting you, but you know, I think, I think we got even. <laughs> he seems like a good guy. I'm sure he won't mind. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, it, it, yeah. So, um, all three of them for sure. Um, so yeah, so the, the event was good. Um, the hands-on was super useful. Um, but it was, it was funny. Like, I think in general, I was, I thought the event was, was really good. I thought it was, 
well done. There, yes, there were parts that were kind of odd and strange. Um, uh, but from big picture, I thought Apple totally nailed it. And it was interesting, like coming out, you know, being there with a lot of other journalists and analysts. Uh, yeah, the, a lot of people were very kind of meh about it. And I think what's um, I don't know. Like my my initial reaction was, well, I've never been particularly interested in what Apple says at these events. I'm more interested in how they say it. So if they didn't actually say that much new, that's okay with me. I, I'm more concerned with like how they framed it and how they how they positioned it. Um, and I don't know. And maybe again, maybe I was primed for this. I'd been obviously I've been thinking about the watch deeply for for months now. Mm. Um, but I thought it was a much better um, articulation of of not just this watch, but the area in general than, than it might have been. And that was what I was trying to kind of explain um, in, in my piece this week um, about kind of making the market. Yeah, so the obvious question is why, why do you think it was better than what they did previously? So I think there's I think there's a mixture of one. Um, I think there's an aspect of what they did previously that I didn't understand then, um, and I kind of only came to understand over the last few months. And two, um, there are specific things. So let's back up. So if you go back and watch the the September event, which I I did on the on the plane ride um, yesterday, uh, you know it's really. It's really there's a lot of time spent on its appearance and and the craftsmanship and all that sort of stuff. And just in the first and there's a video that's just about how it looks, basically. And um, I kind of again trying to remember my reaction then and and our reaction then. I, I kind of feel like that whole bit was just like, OK, of course, it looks good as Apple. And then like, what's no, but what's what's the whole point of it? What's what's mm. the use case of it? And um, I think that was I think that was a mistake on my part. And the reason I think it was a mistake was, um, and Apple. I mean, the thing is, Apple was actually very explicit about saying this at the event. But you know, how often do do, do we do we not actually listen? Um, the the first order problem for wearables, the thing that matters more than anything, is if you're willing to wear it. Mm. And that's even even before what you use it for. Um, if something, if you're not willing to wear it, you're going to feel stupid wearing it. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how great it is, and and that matters for a wearable in a way it doesn't matter for pretty much any other computing device. That's interesting. I've never thought about that quite in that terms. Like which comes first. Um, how it looks or whether you're comfortable wearing it versus the utility of it. And I mean, clearly you're onto something. Clearly you can't just have one and Google Glass being sunk is is definitely, I think, proof of that. But it's interesting to think about if like which comes first, the the, ut- the form or the function. And so you're arguing the form. Yeah, so I, yeah, I mean, and actually, so this, I'm going to quote Tim Cook and he said this in the fall. And again, like, I anyway, and I suspect most other geeks just didn't like this was literally it, not literally, <laughs> it was figuratively in one ear and out the other. Um, he said, Apple Watch is made to be worn and it can be worn all day for any occasion. It, it's as much about personal technology as it is style and taste. It seamlessly combines materials and software and technology. And we thought not only of the function, but the way it looked. And, and like, it's like, yeah, of course you thought about the way it looked. No, it's like, no, stop. Don't just like, 
of course you look the way like think about that like think about what it means to to spend tremendous resources and time and energy on how it looks and we're like and and back then we're like what's the focus where was the point where was the point the focus that's what the focus was the focus was was on was on how it looked and and yes we we talk about um you know form versus function right and and as i put in this article well f- form may follow function for tools when it's what we wear it's often the it's it's the other way i mean <laughs> there are clothes or shoes or whatever it may be that people wear that are <laughs> not very functional and downright like dangerous or uncomfortable but mm. people wear them anyway why because that's the 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 form is actually more important and and you can complain about design and i i love to go on a rant about design and, and it's not just how it looks it's also how it works but even deeper that it's like what it's used for and like the meet the need that it's meeting but mm-hmm. but in the case of a wearable absolutely design is how it looks i i i'm not going to argue with you i think you're absolutely right well, but the thing is, what's fascinating about this is if you like, and again, it sounds like I'm being like, um, is it not pedantic. There's another word where I'm just like stating the obvious. Um, but I think it's the obvious in a way that, um, again, I'm speaking for myself here, but I suspect it applies broadly that, um, we all took for granted without really appreciating, like, what does it mean if you start there? If your first, we talk about this, what priorities matter. And what if your number one priority is absolutely that it be desirable from an aesthetic perspective, from a taste perspective, and not just desirable to one person who happens to have the exact same uh, taste as Johnny Ive, but to a range of people. And so, and that, and that's why you'd have different colors and different bands and all these different ways for it to come across. And maybe in the case of a wearable and maybe this is the reason why wearables haven't really taken off anywhere else is what other company has made that the number one function or the number one priority uh, ahead of anything else. I, 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 I totally agree. Um, let me play devil's advocate for a second in that. I, I think there that like design has clearly been a, uh, clearly, been a priority here, and well, des- are... design in a how it works sense. Yes, yes, <laughs> we can get to design in how it works in a second, but design in how it looks has clearly been a priority. Um, I do think, though, that when it comes to devices that people wear on their body, it's not just about how it looks. There is also a degree of personal expression. Now, I recognize that they have a range of different options in terms of bands and colors and so on. But I, I actually wonder if that's an, a, enough personalization to make people comfortable uh, with a statement like a, a, like we're talking about fashion here. Like it's an individual enough expression of, of self to actually to be fashionable. No, that, that's a great point. And I think this is a um, this is a fundamental limitation that they need to overcome because, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a it's a black rectangle. Um, and yes, you can have different watch faces, but especially if the watch face is turned off most of the time, like that's not, that's not as much of a differentiator as, you know, from a, from a personal expression that right. other people are seeing sort of way. Um, no, I grant you. And that's absolutely right. But that's like a fundamental constraint. Mm-hmm. And given that, that almost means you, 
you absolutely have to double, triple down on every other single aspect that you can control. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's why, like, you see, like, it's, you think about it, the, the degree of time and energy and money that they've spent on the bands and on the casing and all this sort of stuff. Um, it's, it's like you, you, you almost have to do it because yeah, you are facing this, this fundamental constraint, um, that the actual like face itself and the shape of it are, are, are what they are. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't want to over index on, um, over index on self, but I kind of like round faces on watches, you know, it's like, and I mean, maybe they get to the point where, where the, there's an explosion in terms of the different, um, the different form factors, but then there are interface issues that come up later. Yeah, on. no, I, 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 I would be shocked if there were ever around Apple watch, mm. um, you know, like that's, that's just the, you know, that's just the way it is. And the software is going to be designed with that constraint in mind. So, yeah. All right. So, so I, I, I think it's a really good point. I think given the constraints they've faced, they have done, I, I think they've done a pretty remarkable job in terms of individualization, letting people customize it, making it be fashionable. And certainly the extent to which they're doubling down on the branding of the thing, like it's, it's, it's having its own little pop-up stores. You've got Christy Turlington rocking up on stage wearing it. Like no doubt that they're, they're, it's on the front page of Vogue and all kinds of things, right? Like they're doubling down on it. But, but I, the interesting part then becomes the point you made around if you, if like given you can only push it so far, it means you have to be doubly or triply sure to get all the other pieces right. And so. Right. No, exactly. So, so I think, so this gets back to one thing that I that I kind of the the big thing I was trying to drive with this article this week, um, mm. and we'll obviously put a link to it at the top of the page. How Apple will make the wearable market is um, one thing I said in our discussion previously, and I think in the run to the watch is I believe in the category, right? And um, and I said at the time, even when I wrote the article, super critical of the last presentation, I said at the end, like I I believe it'll be successful. I believe in the category. And but I realize I've never really articulated why I believe in the category. Um, mm. I think we've we've definitely talked about it offline. Um, I think it's come up, but but I f- I figured I just want to weigh it all out why, it. why I think it's super important. So basically, um, oh wait, so step aside. Don't look at the world as, as the way it is now, right? Because I think the pro- the big challenge is in the world we live in now. The only real obvious use case for the watch is kind of notifications. Mm-hmm. And, and well, I do see value in having notifications on the wrist and not having to always fish your phone out. And if you think about it, people are, it's kind of weird that people are just always digging in their pants, you know, to, to get their phone out. Um, so I could definitely, especially get that little buzz or that tap and the tap works really well. It's not distracting at all. Um, there's value there, but the value is, it's a very narrow sort of value proposition, right? It's like the value is, is. It's just you know it's versus pulling your phone out. Um, you have to no, think about. Let's oh, let's come back to that. Why don't you paint the vision? I want to hear your vision of the future. So I, okay, so my vision of the future is um, if you think, imagine a future where uh, everything in there's so much of our life of our day to day existence that has yet to be touched by technology, right? Um, my favorite example is because you can. And this actually, this is one of those things you just kind of learn through personal anecdote. So a couple of years ago, um, it must be seven or eight years now, um, we got a new car and it, we got it with keyless entry. 
And the keyless entry is like part of a package with some other stuff we wanted. And, you know, me being a, you know, maybe like, this is stupid. Like, what's the point? Why are we paying extra for this? You know, like I was, I was kind of grumpy about it. Um, there's no way I would have paid for it on my own. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm holding my tongue with all my, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Um, it, it was, it's, it's unbelievable. It, it like the, just, it sounds stupid. Yes. You have your keys in your, you would have your keys in your pocket anyway. They had to be on your person for it to work. Right. It works really well. Like you walk up to the car and there's a little sensor behind the handles. When you grab the handle, it instantly unlocks by the time mm-hmm. you've pulled it. Um, and then it knows if you're inside the car or not. So it only turns on if you're inside the car. Um, works, works flawlessly. And our second, we went back, moved back to America. We got the car there also at QS entry. Um, and it's one, it's, 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 there's so many times where it just makes such a, especially when you have kids that you don't have to fiddle with keys and it just, it works and it opens and it, all that sort of stuff. And we got to the point where we came back to Taiwan this time. We were buy another car. Yes. I've lost a bunch of money. So you have to buy, buy new cars. I keep moving around the world. Um, we bought another car and, uh, we were choosing between the, uh, Honda CRV and the new Toyota RAV4. Um, I'm very, we were, I'm very practical when it comes to cars and we have two kids. So they're, they're mm-hmm. great. Don't judge me. Um, so uh, the CRV, we actually preferred it. We preferred driving it. We preferred the interior, and we could buy it immediately. Like it was available right away. The Rav Four is a brand new model. Uh, is okay to drive. Didn't like the interior as much, and we had to wait a month to pick it up because it was it was in limited supply. Um, we literally spent like two days going back and forth, and the num- the reason was because the Rav Four had keyless entry, and the CRV did not. Like. It's it, it it changed our experience of using a car in just a, such a profound way that it was hard for us to even imagine like going back to a key. And you take that you take that sort of example of just not having to fish around with something and apply that not just your car apply it to your your car lock apply it to your badge at work everyone has to carry a badge around and badge in and stuff like that apply it to the to payments right I mean Apple Pay is great. It's that much greater when your arm's right there by the by the terminal. You have to pay like all these places where you have any sort of identity, or um, you want lights to turn on, or you want like there's all this stuff where you do mechanical stuff that seems obvious to now. And what's the value? But there's there's a scenario where it's made way better by knowing that you're around and knowing who you are and has an identity function. And in that world, a wearable is incredibly powerful. It's, it's, it's like, just like the iPhone is to the virtual world. It brings the entire like world of the internet to us, wherever we are. Like this connects us to our physical environment, no matter where we are in in a very like fundamental way. And if that world were to exist, you can see that's a killer use case for, for the watch. No doubt. No doubt at all. I, I, yeah, I'm equally bullish on the future of this category too, but yeah, keep Please keep going. Well, so the the trouble though is it's it's a very sort of um it's a chicken and egg sort of problem, right? They, I mean, if you're Toyota, you can create a, a a key and and the actual car, right? It's all it's all one thing, mm-hmm. but to have that writ large, it's an ecosystem play, right? You 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 have to have one part of it before you have the other parts, and vice versa. Like no one's going to build things that work with a wearable that doesn't exist. That is not widely sold, and to build kind of the key that works with other stuff isn't going to, you know, like it, you need you need to break that chicken and egg. And Apple is probably the only company that could break this chicken that that can solve this conundrum. And 
it sounds super cliche. And yes, I hate it when people use this argument, which I'm going to use, but it's because Apple has a lot of people that will buy stuff just because it's made by Apple. And people use that as an insult of the company, but actually it's super powerful and it gives them a ton of leverage. And so what's going to happen is you're going to have a ton of people that are going to buy the watch. And yes, they're going to get, I believe going to get functionality from the notifications angle and the other stuff that I can do. But what's going to be more critical to the long run future of the watch and potentially more exciting, not just to Apple, but to any wearable is that it will spur this ecosystem of stuff that, that, that works with it, particularly through NFC. And what what you saw and what got me, what I found so exciting about the presentation this week was you already saw it this paying off. And some of the most some of the most uh, compelling examples in in the demonstration was stuff where you're interacting with your physical environment instantly through your watch. I mean, this could be Uber, like just tap it and it's and it's there. It could be the airplane, the QR code thing. Um, it could be the SBG room unlock. Like SBG is not is not reconfiguring their hotels uh, because Samsung made a wearable, right? Or Xiaomi made, or anyone else. Like, oh, you know, I'm mad that Tim Cook still uses this because, but it's really true. Only Apple could kind of force this this mm. into existence, and and I and I, I think you started to see the first bits of evidence of this happening in the mm. keynote uh, this week, and that's why I thought it was compelling. I concur. I concur. I think so. You made a point. Um, uh, you made a point in um, in your your piece about the world as it might be, and then there was a subheading which I found particularly interesting, and it's something that I always think about whenever anyone raises two sided, three sided platforms or ecosystems or whatever. And the subtitle was "Getting from Here to There." Yeah, and so I, I'm curious as to uh, like what you think of um, so what you think the benefit or, or like like talk to me about using it right now. Like you walk into an you walk into an Apple store, you see the thing, it passes the fashion bar, like it's it's clearly not Google Glass. You're not going to look like a clown walking around in it. What am I going to use it for? Well, first off, dude, before we get to what I'm going to use it for, like. Uh-huh. The fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter how I answer this question, they're going to sell millions of them. I I agree with that. And that like and I suspect that alone will be enough. You know what I mean? Like once there's millions of a wearable out there with a standard interface and like an SDK on how to interact with it, all of which exist, like and you know for a fact that these are people with one high discretionary income and two people who make choices based on like Apple affinity. Hmm. Like now there's, there's an obvious reason for you to build in support for that because you can attract high value customers who will make decisions based on Apple affinity. So, so, so I go ahead. So, Sorry. so, so that's, that's the key point is, is even, is that just the fact that the bunch will be sold? I, I think that's part of it, but having, been someone who bought a pebble based on what I thought would be the value of the notifications, there's actually an additional gate that I think people have to go through. And that is, you don't just have to buy it, you have to wear it. If, if these things, if a million of these things get bought and people just find, well, th- this thing's, this thing's like, 
actually not changing my life quite as much as I thought it would be. And plus, built into the built into the user experience is the process of taking it off pretty much every day in order to charge it. So taking it off your wrist is part of the experience. And if you're not getting a lot of use of it, you're just like you're in a rush in the morning, you walk out the door, you forget it. I, like if it's not just people buy it, I think it's actually got to be people use it and people wear it. Yeah, no, that I, the the charging thing's interesting because there's there's absolutely a um there's absolutely an an aspect of like Apple has to win the battle to be worn every day. Um that said it it, it what someone made an interesting point on Twitter, um Ed Sanders on Twitter. Um he said uh he pointed out that the daily charging um one thing that it's potentially better than having kind of one and a half day or two day charging is like it, 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 it has a potential to install like a daily habit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something I actually think about a lot. Cause I think, a, you know, an important yeah. feature of my daily update is that like I get super stressed out when I travel because it's hard for me to get it out very early in the morning because I want it to be there when people wake up. Right. And they wake right. up and they read it and they can read it at the same time every day. And people totally tell me what they do. Um, and whereas when I'm traveling, it, it, it's much more difficult. Um, cause the time zone more than anything. Um, right. And there's an aspect to like, it's either you want to like never have to charge or I guess daily charging isn't the worst thing in the world. Cause at least you'll like build a habit around it. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it was kind of two or three days, it's easier. Like, oh crap. Now I need to charge and I forgot. And it's dying in the middle of the day. And if you're taking off in the middle of the day, that's, that's a problem. I think more of a problem than that. I mean, so yeah. sorry, that, that, that was a rat hole, but I just thought it was no, no, an interesting no, I, observation. No, I, no, I, I I concur with the observation. I guess I guess I'm speaking a little bit from personal experience in that I have a reasonably nice watch and I swim quite a bit and I take it off every time I go to the pool. Yeah. And the thing the thing about taking it off, like there is the potential for a habit. You take it off when you go to the pool and you come back and put it on. But the thing I've actually found is I take it off to go to the pool and then I don't put it back on because I just use my phone to tell the time. And I worry that there's a broader issue with the watch, that the immediate use case around notifications isn't going to be strong enough such that people take it off and the habit, like, I mean, the, the reason the habit forms around your daily update not is, is because there's serious value in terms of waking up in the morning and instead of going and getting my breakfast or instead of reading Twitter, I'll read your daily update because I'm, hmm, what's happened today? What does Ben have to say about what happened in the past 24 hours? I'm struggling with, I I buy into your vision and I also agree with your assumption around the fact that lots of people are going to buy it just on the basis that it's Apple. But what, what the additional gate is for this product to be successful is that people have to find enough value in it when they, so it's a land and expand and people need to find enough value in the arrival on the territory when they land that they're going to keep putting it back on. They're going to keep going through the process of charging it. And I'm struggling a little bit with that. No, I mean, it, it, the reason, so I can offer you theoretical reasons why I think it's, com- I think it's compelling. Um, I think uh, Matthew Panz- Panzerino wrote, you know, wrote a piece to this effect on, on TechCrunch saying like the Apple watch is, is time saved and how discussions with people who've been wearing it regularly that they, they're using their phones way less, pulling it out way less often. Like, I think I can see that being the case theoretically that, and and that's honestly one of the biggest reasons I'm excited about it is I'm tired of pulling my phone off, particularly with my family. 
and then you get sucked into the phone and there's other stuff going on. It's easy to unlock. And it, like, I, I like the idea of being able to, if you're waiting for something or whatever, that you're connected, but you're not like, you're not immersed in, in this, in a, in a big screen. Yeah, so just I, hear I, me out, hear me out. Yeah, so, I, so I think there's a, I think there's something compelling there. The reason why I'm hesitant to make that point is one, uh, I haven't used a pebble and you have, and you claim that it's not compelling for you. And, and I have no reason, I have no reason to doubt you. Um, and then two, the other thing that was, you know, this is going to be a, a this, this is going to be tough for Apple. I think is I use the watch, but <laughs> The value, if if this is correct, the value has to come from you. You uncover the value, right? Because it's only valuable when it's your notifications and it's your day and it's your time over an extended period of time. Whereas when I'm holding on my watch and like playing with it vigorously for 15 minutes, like that, you 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 can't even capture that value. And this is going to be a challenge. I think in selling it is like, but this is also the advantage of having a bunch of people just buy it because it's Apple is they will like, I think this, this device is going to depend on word of mouth endorsement or lack thereof um, more than, than almost any other Apple product, possibly with the exception of the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, all your points are solid. I, 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 (sighs) There, there are a few things that are going through my mind that are concerning me. There are three things, actually, that are going through my mind that are concerning me. And the, the first of them is the tension between the future use case and the current use case. And the thing that you described about the, 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 the future use case that's so compelling, all of those um, all of those use cases, so the keyless entry, um, the the uh, all of those things they actually don't need a screen, and so many of the use cases that are described at present do need a screen. And I, I the challenge I'm having is it, it I'm I, yeah, it's just this tension between it. And you saw it in the demos, like you talk about like not having not needing to pull out your phone and but like that that demoing going through Instagram, and it's just like guys, that is that. That is not the reason why people are going to buy this thing. That, or maybe it is, but it's not. It's not the ideal use case. Like when when Tim at the start flicked up the iPhone before talking about how successful the iPhone six and the six plus has been. He talked about it as being the best iPod and the internet right in your pocket. But I just can't. I struggle to form a sentence with the word the the watch is the best. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the rest of that sentence is. <laughs> it's classic that of all these super compelling things, you you have to you you pick out Instagram. But how often have you been sitting on the couch and you'll just read something on your phone or you'll just tap out a quick reply on the phone, even though your your laptop is like three feet away? Yeah, it happens. Definitely. And 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 it's one of those things where. I mean, yes, people would say, oh, the phone, of course the phone is better than the, than the computer source. More, it's more convenient. I, what I find is compelling is when people are sitting on their rear end on their couch and they re- they literally won't move their arm three feet to pick up their computer to do something that would be better and faster and and a superior experience on the computer. And they'll do it on their phone. And the reason is because it's convenient. And I, I absolutely believe that small conveniences are super important and super compelling. 
And I can 100% see it exactly like that played out with the Instagram. I mean, again, I think the Instagram was one of the weakest examples up there, but I can totally buy it that you get a notification, particularly if um, if you get the chance to get more granular notifications. I haven't had a chance to dig into. Um, I, didn't, I haven't downloaded the new watch update, or, or so I, I don't know. I'm we're talking about Ren. But if there's someone in particular you want their notifications, like your significant other, for example, right? And you and like, so say, um, my boyfriend or girlfriend posts something and I want to be the first to like it, right? Pops up. Oh, I can look at it. Bam. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, I think there's more value in that than you are considering. I don't think people mm-hmm. are going on Instagram to delve deeply into the artistic aspects of the photos. <laughs> and, and, and actually I love I, let's, let's talk about Instagram for, for a while. Cause I love Instagram as in, as an example of, of this and what makes Instagram a valuable company today? What makes Instagram a valuable? Yeah, company Instagram today? like the number of people that are using it. Like- well, it's not just the number of people, but the network. It's it's it's, right. it's a network, right? And we we just talked about how hard it is to build a network, right? Mm-hmm. Why did Instagram succeed in two thousand and eight? Why did it get off the ground? Uh, they. I- it- it provided a fun and intuitive way to make your shitty photos right. look decent. Right. Right. And and then you could post them on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it might be. And 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 you go from there. And what's fascinating about it is the the uh the use case that got it off the ground was in the big picture not that compelling and definitely not that defensible, mm. but it was kind of like the pilot light that lit the actual flame of a $35 billion service. And, and likely I would argue in the long run worth more than that. And I, I, that's what I think is is something here. Like in today, there's still value in Instagram. They still have filters. Most people still use them. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can still make your photos look cool. And then you can post them to, to, to the network. And then in the network, of course, people, there's a big aspect of Instagram, which is like, you're following people and you like it because you like their it's photos them. and they're like, yeah. And, um, and I think that's a useful way to think about what I'm talking with, 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 with the phone. I'm not by any means dismissing notifications. I actually think they are going to be tremendously useful again with the caveat you used a pebble. I haven't, I suspect I I can theoretically view, uh, I theoretically can see a, a scenario in which I find the watch very compelling from, from a notification perspective. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll see. Um, but I think when I talk about this interacting with the world, to me, that's why it's not just an interesting product now, but in the long run, it's, it's, it's a much bigger product. I think people appreciate, even though it's not going to lose that aspect of notifications. Right. And to me, the notifications are the filters and the interacting with the world is the social network. And that's why I'm bullish about the category broadly and about you know this product so so the pilot light analogy i think is a powerful one but you've raised something else that it was it was the third thing that i said that that concerned me and i failed to mention it earlier which is i don't think apple does a particularly good job with notifications i mean the 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 reason that you are frustrated with pulling the phone out um pulling the phone out uh, when you're with your family because you're waiting for something important is because the phone isn't doing a good enough jo- job of telling you what's important and what's not. And 
I, of course, we'll we'll wait and see what it, it ends up being like on the watch. But my experience with the phone and notifications is that I have spent an incredible amount of time going through all the applications, trying to get the notifications right. And I still don't feel like it's at the point where it's good enough. Now, if it's like that on the phone, I worry about like it on the watch as well. No, that's fair. Um, I mean, I'm not the best person to talk about this because I actually, um, I prefer the way iOS has notifications to Android or Windows phone, which I know is weird. I know like, because there's aspects of it that aren't as good, but I like, I love the the way, particularly the lock screen. Um, uh, but, um, hmm. but that's, again, that's just because it happens to fit the way that I think about notifications. That said, I know that that's a isolated or a minority view. So no, it's fair. It's a, it's a fair point. And I hope that it's clearly something that they're going to need to focus on. And I mean, I have, so here's, I'm not going to argue in yeah, either yeah. direction for something that I yeah. haven't really experienced. So here's one thing, like everyone's talking about this being the most personal device Apple's ever made. And fair enough, it's on the wrist, it's true. But if the notifications are going to be the key use case, then they have to figure out some way of the notifications being really personalized as well. Like you talked about, I want to know on Instagram when my boyfriend or girlfriend posts something so I can be the first person to like it. Or I want to know when someone really important to me is messaging me or there's something really important coming up or or the Uber's arriving, right? Like the Uber arrival, the Uber ordering, I'm, I wasn't convinced about. I feel like the point at which you have to fiddle around with that phone screen to, to call something up, the phone has lost to the watch. I think the value of it is in the notifications. I agree. Right now, the value is in the notifications. And if if they want this to work, they have to nail the notifications. Dude, you can order an Uber faster than you can pull your phone out of your pocket. I, I, I how do you not find that? How did you not find that compelling? Because like like it well, it's going to be a function of how many icons there are on that home phone screen. So th- that was, I mean, that was something that we talked about before. I was concerned about. I it, I was shocked. I didn't miss an icon once. Like in, in the, the one I was using had twenty thirty on it. Um, it actually, it, I don't know how they did it, but. Um, you're, I, the, like I, I did the Uber thing and like mm. you, you sweep, you sweep it up. You do have to press the button to bring up, bring up the screen. You hit the Uber thing, you hit the button. It's done. Like there's no, and this is, I think the Uber one is well, very well done. Um, in, and this is as an example for other application developers, like the applications that are compelling are like single action. Right. The moment you have to start thinking around, like yeah. if the Uber app asked you to put in your destination and put in all this other sort of stuff, it would be it would be much less compelling. Right. Um, but um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I disagree with you. I mean, because a lot of these like the um, I, I love the fact they did WeChat as one of the first examples, um, not just because, uh, uh, you know, the, the China angle, but also like the whole sticker angle. And I wish they would have line because the line has better stickers. Um but like that's it's such a brilliant like the watch is gonna be so great at that and especially messaging. I mean, honestly, like messaging, like the whole phone thing. Like, um, you know, I've been traveling this last week and I'm wa- and it, it maybe it hit really it really hit me this week because I you know most of the time <laughs> I'm just sitting in my, sitting in my room in my pajamas that we discussed, um, which isn't true. I actually do get dressed every day. Um, but, um, for the record, cause I think people like taking me seriously there. Yeah. You blog in your boxes, right? <laughs> I'm not, ta- I'm not taking my, taking the garbage out in my underwear. Um, it's a social event. Like I get dressed up and look good. <laughs> music, there's dancing. Yeah. Um, uh, 
but like actually like messaging and just, Oh, I'm going to meet someone. I'm running a few minutes late. Uh, or just doing the quick reply, like, Oh, we're at, someone sends me an address or I, or I met this coffee shop. Like the, having the phone out and walking down the street is like, it sucks. And like, and again, we'll have to actually try it having a, having a wrist and tapping at it. But I mean, being out and about, like, and you think about it, if you're, <laughs> it's not just like the tapping, like the okay message or the, the sticker or whatever it might be. Um, but also Siri, I mean, like, <laughs> you're not going to look strange talking, walking down the road in San Francisco, right? There's going to be like 15 other people doing the same thing and who knows what they're talking to. Um, so, uh, I think the out and about use case, I, I think that did you're you just make a crazy person, San Francisco joke. I did. I did. <laughs> I, um, and you'll likely be talking at a much lower volume than they are. So it, it'll be like, I, I don't know. I, I, there was um actually I'm gonna find it because I just saw it right before we started talking. But um uh Gruber just quoted someone during Fireball. Um Renee Ritchie. Oh yeah, expectational debt. It's a great idea. Like it's it's a great way to think about it. Like any new device or form factor, you're thinking about it from the context of how do I do what I do on my current device, how do I do it on this new device? And the value of the watch, if it succeeds, is gonna come not from stealing things from the phone, although it will steal things just as the phone steals things from the computer, it's going to be on the stuff that like you wouldn't really do on a phone. Otherwise that you, that you will do now. And I think like, like Dick, I think Siri is a huge play here. And um, again, it, it, I think it has, got, at least the dictation has gotten better. I haven't used it much for other services to be frank, um, but that's going to be a critical thing here. Um, and I don't know. I, I think that you're, I think that you're, uh, you're a combination of um, demanding, uh, unreasonably demanding proof and and mm. wanting to unreasonably demand proof so that you can keep being obnoxious and, and <laughs> contrarian. <laughs> you, those you, are the you, words you're looking for? Uh, the, those will work. <laughs> yeah, I... I... I mean, here's the thing. I, I I want this to work. I I like you believe in the category. I believe in the future. I I am a little worried about people using Siri for the same reasons that like people didn't use Google Glass. In that there's a there's a there's a social aspect to it. Yes, crazy people crazy people will talk to themselves or whatever. I, I almost feel bad doing the crazy people thing. But yeah, there are people wandering around the streets, whatever, talking to each other. But there are lots of people also who don't really care what they look like. We've already established that we're selling into a demographic that does. We started with the fashion piece. And and I, I don't know, like I, I worry about this, the socially aware element of holding your hand up to your wrist. As, as much as I've always wanted to do this since I was a kid and watch in, Inspector Gadget and Penny with that wristwatch, I think it was. I don't, as much, see, I think though, I think though, like there's all these areas where we will where we will do that. That mm. either there's there's two cases. Either one, like we wouldn't have put any, we wouldn't have input any text at all, mm. or once your phone is out of your pocket then it's like, well, I might as well type, right? Mm. I think there's going to be an aspect of the fact you can't even type that will make mm. the dictation, um, that will lower the barrier to using dictation. Like right now, if you're going to dictate on the phone, you already have to have the keyboard up anyway, and you have to press the button to start the dictation. Mm. And like, so the 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 line of convenience between the two is exceptionally narrow. 
right? Whereas now it's not it's not dictation on your phone where you're just saving a couple minutes typing. It's the pulling the phone out, unlocking it, you know, typing versus just lifting your arm up and doing it, mm-hmm. right? And like the delta between the two is going to be significantly greater. Um, and I think that I think that delta is important. Mm. I like listening to the way you describe it. I do you remember that Microsoft ad that they came out with when they first released? Well, when they released the new version of Windows Phone, where all the people were on their phones walking into walking yeah. into like, yeah. I, I almost feel like that ad is does like based on what you're describing. That ad is 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 almost it was misapplied to that that device and should instead be used for this device. Yeah, I think I, that's I think that's right. I mean, because they were the problem was the delta that they were offering, like with live tile to get in, get out, get on with yeah, your life I mean, was the, the phrase. Thing. Right. It was it was like if there was an advantage, it was so slight as to by it could never overcome all the other limitations. Hmm. But yeah, in this case, it's different. I think that that's a that's a great that's a great um that's a great analogy and a, a great thing to think about. We'll find the link um and, and put it in the notes. Do you think there's a risk that people end up spending more time staring at their watch as a result of having it there then? Oh, well, why is that a risk? Well, I mean, we're substituting staring at one screen for staring more at another screen. I mean, it's, it's certainly, it's certainly possible. Um, and by the way, uh, (laughs) like I, I wouldn't put it past people reading on their watches. Like, um, and I say yeah. that, I, and again, I'm not the right person to ask about this because I was using like WAP enabled phones in like, you know, 2000 to like read RSS when there was like three lines of text and like, you know, 12 characters per line. Nokia um, 7100. Uh, I started out on the, um, I, my first phone that I really used was an old crappy flip phone Samsung. Um, but yeah, then I went all Nokia's for a while. Um, and that one that had the snap down, like, case protector for the keypad anyway yeah yeah no that no, that whoa that, that was the samsung that i had um eventually i got yeah i had a nokia smartphone which had you could more high resolution screens you could fit a lot more characters on the screen but i literally was used to read you know rss on like uh 36 character screen that might be a slight exaggeration but not much hmm. i'll see if i find a photo of it hmm. um but i mean, we'll see i mean the, the thing is is like again like you can stretch this too far and so i i, I hesitate to say it but it's one anyone who says this is the case is lying. It's one hundred percent the case that there were people in the year two thousand that were saying, "Why would I do that on my phone? I could just pull out my computer." Like, and you're lying if you say that people weren't saying that because they were. And everyone wants to look backwards and pretend that, of course, the phone was obvious. Of course, is the way you're going to do things. Blah 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 blah. And it just wasn't true. Like, people could not fathom not just the computer type things that they would do on the phone because it's more convenient, but also the entirely new class of things that they did that they never did before because it was there. And, and I suspect one, there are things we do on the phone now that we will do on the watch, even though it's stupider in some respects, but it's more convenient. And there will be things. I think, again, I think the interaction with the physical environment is going to be the big one that will do that, that weren't really, possible or weren't really ideal before. I, I, I agree with everything you say with the exception of the fact that people were carrying the phones around already because they valued the phone functionality. And 
I like you're asking people to add an additional uh, an additional device into their life for some degree of value that that there isn't an exist like that there's no I mean maybe telling the time I guess would be the no, so so you know that's that's fair it, well yeah there I mean there are some people that wear watches believe it or not including myself um and so for them I think it's it's you know it's it's like the phone it's like well I can have a watch but it actually but it's better um the for the people who don't wear a watch now uh mm. this is where again I think having the Apple people try it is gonna be is gonna be no matter what's going to be critical because a lot of these advantages will be uncovered over time and presuming they manifest themselves, people are going to become fierce advocates of this, like as they do and they'll convince other people. Oh yeah, no, it seems odd, but I use end up using it all the time. I barely mm-hmm. pull my phone in my pocket. All, like all the, all the anecdotes that were in the, the, the Matthew Panzerine article that I referenced, like if that plays out writ large, it's going to be, you know, combined with Apple's marketing, that sort of stuff, it's going to be a very powerful kind of, you know, way that it spreads. And remember, this is exactly what happened with the iPad. Like the iPad was not sold out on the first weekend. Like it, but it like it, it accelerated and like within like, so the, I think the iPad was widely available for like a month and then boom, suddenly got sold out. And then it was sold out like constantly for like two months after that. Like it was, it was a different pattern than, than other devices. I think because it had this effect going on. Now, from what I gather from you, you don't believe that all those people who buy it because it's Apple are going to find any functionality, and so they're not going to spread the word. And that's that. That might be the case. If that's the case, then it's I'm, the case. I'm worried about it. Like I, I don't have a strong view, and I'm probably gonna. I like. I will admittedly probably be one of those Apple people that tries it in the same way that I tried the Pebble because it is Apple, and I am curious. But I, I think the test isn't going to come in whether they sell them. I think the test is going to come, well, it, that's part of it. Obviously, if they don't sell them, they have a serious problem. But it, part of the, the next gate is whether people use them. And of course, that, that, and that'll be that, the case. That's going to be the case for that's going to be the case for anyone. And at least they will have people not feeling ashamed about wearing them like you would with a lot of these other watches. Yeah, that that's totally true. That's totally true. This um, was a lot more civil than the last time we talked about this. No. Yes. Um, well, I mean, as time goes on and I become increasingly right, um, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I, I just got, I just made a few people really angry. I was joking. Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I, I hope you're right because I, I do kind of, I do believe in the, the future state of, of, of what you're describing. And I prefer it like the alternative future state is we interact with all these, um, interact with all these devices, the, the hotel room or so on with a much heavier cloud based component. And that, that scares me a little bit more in terms of like the privacy angle. Like I, I prefer a degree of this to be localized and uh, being done by a company whose business model isn't fundamentally being driven by advertising and tracking you. Um, and so I, I want this to work. But I, I just, I mean, I, I think timing is key in these things in terms of like the use case. And it's not to say I'm, I, I don't have the conviction that I'm sure I'm right. But the thing that worries me is that like the use case right now, is it strong enough to keep people charging it and using it? And the equivalent I'd say 
And and maybe this analogy isn't perfect, but it's like pointing at something like the Newton. And yeah, like it was great idea, great technology, compelling future vision, but shipped too soon and it wasn't compelling enough for right now. Well, that sounds like the pebble. And and that sounds like the the critist like if like that's why you can't have it both ways. You can't say the the phone should do less or it shouldn't have a screen, which you were kind of driving up for. I was getting the phone or the at. watch. The watch, I mean. Um, and and I I agree that counter. It's funny. I was um <laughs> I was I, I, I gotta do this up this because this article was amazing. Um, <laughs> I was trying to look for examples. Um, and this is something that that Google is actually not great at, even if you control for dates. Um, I was trying to look for it get examples of people doing the, like, uh, I'm, you know, why wouldn't you just do that on your computer uh, sort mm-hmm. of thing? Um, but I found this amazing article. Uh, where is it? Uh, here you go. <laughs> Apple iPhone debut to flop, product to crash in flames. Um, and it, uh, forthcoming release is going to be a bigger marketing flop than Ishtar and Waterworld combined. It's not for reasons of price or limited cell carrier options or lack of corporate IT support, which are the mainstream media's main complaints about the phone. Instead, the iPhone is going to fail because its design is fundamentally flawed. Uh, The designers and technophiles who encourage them out of the phone have fallen into the trap of all overreaching hardware and software designers, thinking that their users are like themselves, blah, blah, blah. So I have three specific reasons why it's going to flaw, like the Uh Newton. Number one. Uh, it ignores the main reasons the iPad, the iPod succeeded, which are simplicity and ease of use. And there's a whole thing going on and on. Number two, it crams too many functions into a single box. Uh, number three, users will detest the touchscreen interface due to its lack of tactile feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, in retrospect, this sounds this sounds amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But did this? I I I I read this sheepishly because this sounds a lot like my initial criticism of the watch. It wasn't well, and, simple and like mine. the iPod. Uh, it was trying to do too much stuff, and people aren't going to like the interface. And um, <laughs> I think there's an there's an aspect of simplicity is not simplicity is it. I think there's a great Einstein quote. What is it? Um, oh, everything should be made. Everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. And and I think there there's an aspect of any new product, any new category that if it's too simple, it will never be adopted because there's there's the there's the barrier of adopting something. It's the charging every night. It's the putting it on every day. It's the adding something into your into your life. And I think this was a, definitely a, a mistake I made in my pre-watch announcement analysis. And that I this is one of the fundamental things that I changed, where I kind of changed my opinion on the whole thing. Was um, appreciating that uh, if you're gonna if we're gonna ask people to buy an extra device to spend at least $350 or $550. Uh, my personal recommendation is the stainless steel with rubber band. I, the rubber band is awesome. Like I was totally surprised and not planning on getting that until I tried it on and it's fantastic. Um, so, uh, you ask people to buy something, ask people to charge it every day, ask people to put it on their body. Like there's a bar. Yes. You don't want to get into complexity, but there's a bar you do need to cross when it comes to functionality. And uh, and I think 
yes, you can question and challenge, is the watch too complex? But you need to do it with being cognizant of the fact that there's absolutely a place where it could be too simple. And um, and perhaps that's where the pebble falls for a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I uh, Yeah. It's, I, I think the proof will be in the usage and it's like we're, we're only a few weeks out and I'm, I, will pr- I probably won't get the stainless steel ones because like, I, I want to buy one to try it as opposed to have the degree of conviction such that I'd spend the extra $200 for something. Oh, come just, on. It's $200. You're a rich. You're rich. Oh. You, but it, <laughs> you, you, you rent a house in, in Palo Alto. You are rich. Um, Oh man, I, m- maybe, but I'm also not one. One does not become rich by wasting one's money, and I'm not that's convinced. A, that's not I, see. That's such a fallacy. You don't get rich by like penny pinching. You get rich by making a lot of money. I'm sure Benjamin Franklin had something to say about this. Honestly, that quote has driven has driven millions of people astray. <laughs> Either way, I, I mean, it's it's more a case of I'm just not sure I'm going to use it, and I don't want to have a five hundred and fifty dollar paperweight. I, I that's what it is. I I love the phone. I use the phone a lot. Um, I don't feel like I don't have the same. I don't have the same pain in pulling the phone out that you describe doing it, and I understand. I understand. Um, that you that you feel like that it's it's completely valid, but I just don't have the same um, I don't have the same issue with it. And I I the, again like the use case right now around notifications, I completely agree. I'm it'll be interesting to see how well they pull it off. If they can pull it off really really well, um, I I think that they're, they're probably onto something. And maybe that's where the pebble fell down. Um, it's it's not a question of um, it's not a question of the the future vision. What you described, I completely agree with. It's just whether it's going to be enough for me to keep well, charging this thing and but putting it, it on. That's the thing, day. though. Like you're doing exactly what I just said. You're acting as if the phone's going to be nothing more than a pebble. Like, why are you only talking about the notifications? Watch. No, or the watch. Like, like, that's what I mean. Like, and that was what I I wanted it to be like that when I started. And but that's that's exactly what I just said about the simplicity thing. If it only did notifications. That would be a problem. But for example, Marco uh, Arment, uh, speaking of excellent tech podcasts, is going to have mm-hmm. uh, uh, an app ready on day one for Overcast, his podca- podcast thing. Like when I listen to podcasts, sorry, advertisers, I can be, I can say this because I don't have any advertisers. I skip the ads. And when I'm listening to it, I'm out. I almost always listen to podcasts. I'm out and about or, I'm, or, or going somewhere. Um, I have to get my phone in my pocket, press the button so it comes up and then skip forward and skip around. That's going to be, vastly superior on my watch. Like just, just the bring it up, open it, tap over. And then I've, I've skipped the ad like, mm-hmm. and you couldn't do that on a pebble. And, and there's, and this does get into the, you know, the app, the app angle and a reason to announce it early to let people start developing these. So they're there on day one. Um, I don't know. I think you're, I, I feel like you're still very locked in on a specific view and, well, but okay. that's fine. We're close. We're close, and we the proof will be in the pudding. And maybe you'll. And if you're right, I will freely admit that you are right. Um, I will, uh, you know, buy you a cookie and a pair of jeans, and then we will um, go from there. That was a very inside joke that will come out. That someday. was a that was a very inside joke that will come up someday. Um, I you, you're right. Like maybe I am over indexing on notifications. I I'll I'll blame it not just on my use of the Pebble, but also which at the which start. is which is valid. And I haven't used one, and so that's why I'm. I'm definitely appreciative of your 
of your point of view on that in particular? Well, it was also at the start when you, and maybe like just you, you were trying to distill it down. But at the start, you said like the 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 big use case at the in the uh, in the immediate stage is the notifications, and in the future, it's going to be uh, the the like interaction with the physical world. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. I did say that, and I do think that's true. So fair enough. Fair enough. I, I mean, I was trying to describe it to that. that how powerful that will be, that future state will be, uh, the reduction in friction. And the way, the other way I thought about it was um, like putting all the patent crap aside, like the Amazon one click, the idea of just removing so much friction from, from purchases and how, or, or interactions on the internet and how valuable that is. Like nothing like that has, well, it, it, this is going to be at that level of remove. It's like Amazon one click for the physical world. That was like the 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 metaphor that I used to describe it, and people kind of got that. And yeah. I, I I totally get that future state. I think it's going to be pretty powerful, but it's going to be a hard state to get to, right? And I think oh, um, super hard. Yeah. So um, and the it, one thing, the other one thing I would say though is a lot of those things that we describe can also be done in the phone. They, like they can, but but then you're getting into again. Like I've talked about this particularly. I've talked about this most explicitly in an article about payments. Um, uh, it, it must be well over over a year ago now. But I think this is mm-hmm. really important in thinking about the adoption of new technologies. Is the, the it's almost like a it's almost like a, a math equation. You have to think about what's the additional functionality versus the cost, and what's that delta. Mm-hmm. And if the delta isn't great enough, you're not going to get mass adoption. And, and so the example there was one reason why payment, lots of payment things haven't taken off in the U.S. is because credit cards, well, they have lots of problems that are pretty good, right? Whereas like here in Taiwan, for example, there is a, there's a citywide like contactless pay thing that you use for the metro or for the subway, you use it for the buses, you can use it in, in, in most taxis, you can use it to pay in 7-Eleven for just about anything in most stores. And um, it's a stored value sort of thing, and like you, your you can have your kid can have one. Like mm. you, you could, like it just it's super flexible. It's like uh, Hong Kong is the most famous one, the octopus card. Um, why why did that ever get traction beyond just like a subway card? It's because well, especially eight seven eight years ago when it really started to take off, credit cards weren't weren't really used for purchases. And interesting now in Taiwan, you actually can use credit cards almost everywhere, but but. The, the fact that that came later, I think, allowed other stuff to take its place because the delta over cash was it was very large, whereas the delta over credit cards was much more questionable. Yeah. And um, and so I think that that is a yes, the phone can do a lot of this stuff, but the delta in convenience, I think, for a lot of these use cases, is so much higher with the. Yeah, with, with the watch. And again, it's it's one of the things. Honestly, I I felt maybe I'm biased on this, but I think I'm more informed on this because of the Carlos Key example. It, I mean, it's it's it, it's so, hard to so, describe what a difference not having to get something out of your pocket makes. No, I agree. I guess where I was going was just thinking about the various paths to the end state that you described and I agree with, which is that there are dev- there are devices to interact with the physical world. And the other the other way that I was thinking about doing it was right now Apple's approach to generate leverage is to um, to get the devices out into people's hands, but they're having to the the key um, the key. Uh, 
the key use cases, the key value proposition for them isn't yet necessarily that end state. So they're having to find something else. And I guess what I was thinking about when I said a lot of these things can be done by the phone is I wonder if Apple could have slowly worked with more of the places like the W hotels and so on to start creating instances and building up people's awareness of the value of just like you can rock up to your W hotel. You don't need to go to the desk. You can just swipe your phone. And then in three years time say, oh, hey guys, by the way, you've always done this with your phone. What about if you didn't even have to pull your phone out of your pocket? And they they could conceivably have a a lot more uh, business support before launching the phone. And I I wonder whether that's another and potentially less troublesome path to success where you don't have to worry so much around whether people are using the watch or not. Yeah, I think that's overthinking it. I think, um, I mean, the fact is W is supporting it as it is. So um, not, not, not just to pick on that specific, but I don't know. I, if, if the watch is ready, it's ready. Um, go for it. Um, I, I did want to, there's one thing to, to bring up that we didn't talk about. Um, hmm. The I mentioned that the apps are, those little things on the screen are actually a lot easier to tap than I expected. Yeah. Um, there are aspects of the watch though that I did find confusing. And I think it's something that is worth, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically the thing I had the most trouble with and got super confused on was um, like, what's the home state of the device? Uh-huh. Like, is it the app screen or is it the the watch face? And so if you're like in an, if you're in an, if you're in an app and you exit out, you go to the app screen, you press the bu- press the digital crown, and then you press the digital crown again, and sometimes it's centered, sometimes it goes right to the watch. If it's centered, because the watch is always at the center. If it's centered and you press the digital crown, it opens up the watch, or you could touch it and open up the watch. When you're in the watch, like the actual watch face, that's where the the glances are. I call them glimpses uh, before, but glances where you, you flick up from the bottom and it shows like uh-huh. your calendar and the weather, and you can control that. Um, but it's weird. It's like this, it's like this bifurcated state where if the watch is up, it's like, it's just, it's hard to have like a mental model of where you Mm -hmm. are in the interface. And, um, to me that, that specifically I found, um, a little confusing, like, and like, cause glimpses are not, it's almost like it's a, it's a, it's a square. Mm -hmm. If you think about how the user interface is laid out where, um, on the upper right corner is the watch face and you can go down into glances. And if you touch a glance, you can go into an app. So the bottom right is glances. Go to the bottom left quadrant. Now you're in an app. You exit an app, you're in the upper left quadrant, which is like the home screen. And then you go from the home screen to the watch. Or you can go the other path. You go from watch to home screen to app. And it's it's kind of like, it's a little, but the the weird thing is there's no diag- there's no diagonal paths. So if you're on, you can't go from the home screen to glances. If you flick up from the bottom when you're on the home screen or another screen, it just moves the screen around, right? If you're in an app and you flick up, it it scrolls up. Uh, the glances are only from the watch. So and and it's it's hard you to get to the watch. You have to get back to the watch via the home screen. I don't know that I that specific aspect of the UI was a little confusing and you know s- supports and speaks to your concern about it doing too much um so uh that was something that was definitely uh that was the most frustrating thing about about using it so i think you get uh, over that by the end uh yeah i i kind of figured it out 
Uh, and the other thing, the other thing that was really hard about a demo, and this is gonna be hard to sell it, is actually the biggest problem with the demo was that my arm got tired because <laughs> I'm holding my arm up and I'm doing it yeah. right. And the problem is the I think the watch, the most compelling, especially for version one with all this stuff in the world, the most compelling thing about the watch is if it enables you to interact with it in two to three second increments and no more. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the power, right? Yeah. The problem is that's almost impossible to demo because at in a demo, by definition, you're putting it on and you're holding it there and you're doing stuff and you can only experience the power of two to three seconds of small conveniences over time, you know, by wearing it uh-huh. over a long time. And so that's, again, where I think that the word of mouth aspect is Again, presuming that this manifests, all this is with the presumption that that this actually works out in real life. Because even it's weird. Even though I used it, I don't feel like I used it because I don't think you can use it unless you actually use it for an extended period of time. No, um, I get what you're saying. So that's that's something to keep an eye on. Um, but again, this gets to uh, kind of an only Apple thing. Like people will give it a chance. They'll give yeah. it the benefit of the doubt, and and if it fails, it won't be because they didn't have a fair shot at convincing people will be because it was fundamentally flawed um, right that what worries me is that 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 happens and it it sets back that desire that that future state that you're um that you you've described and and uh, given that i'm a big believer in that and i'm also a big believer in the category it it, it i think that concern is maybe why i'm being biased towards being more conservative and really feeling like okay guys you've absolutely nailed it now it's out and and your criticism and pushback of what I've said has been absolutely valid, but I'm just trying to explain where I'm yeah. coming. No, I, I get it, and it makes sense. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm incredibly excited just because for exactly what we said. I mean, one obviously a new Apple category or a new category in general is exciting, yeah. but two, like this is a this is a yeah, this is a vision of the world that I'm excited about, and um, no, I I. I mean, I can't wait to get one. I, I'm, I might have to have you go buy. I, I doubt I'll get a review unit. Um, I strongly doubt it. Um, sure. which, but they don't. They are going to be on sale in, in. They say China and Hong Kong separately. They didn't say Greater China, so I'm thinking probably not Taiwan. Uh, may have to schedule a weekend trip to Hong Kong or something. I don't want to spend the whole time standing in line at an Apple store, though. Uh, I'll like. I'm happy to pick you up one. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to go do the line thing. You have to go stand in line. I will insist. No, no, and we, we will tell. We will tell everyone where you are, and you will get mobbed by your by your fan base. Uh, I'm. I'm not standing in line, but I'm. I'm. I'm tempted enough, and I'm interested enough to go pick one up and and play with it. And I hope they're right. Uh, I hope they've got it right. And yeah, I'll get you one too. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, all's well that ends well. Uh, we did not fight. In fact, we ended up with you saying you will buy me an Apple Watch out of your own pocket. So I think that was uh, pretty <laughs> successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've come we've come a fair way since. Gosh, was it seventeen or eighteen episodes ago where we just like made people uncomfortable with the extent to which we disagreed? Yeah, um, it's it, something like that. Something like that, indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, sounds good. Well, it is uh, good to talk to you. Uh, it's good to see you in person last week, although obviously we didn't record. Um, but we'll look forward to uh, talking again next week. Sounds like a plan. All right. Talk to you later. See you, mate.